saved big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yeah. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. He didn't answer. But I didn't hear anything. Oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alter Ego Podcast. I just want to rock for a second. Let's rock. I love this song. No, but in all seriousness, welcome to the Alter Ego Podcast. More than likely, it's Monday if this came out on time. Let's Monday the fifteenth. So. Welcome. We've got a nice little news roundup for you. This one isn't going to be really centrally on comics per se. This is going to be more the uh, pop culture, some movie news that's coming out. But before I get into all that. I've got to talk about our sponsor for today's episode. Ooh. Yeah, that's right, Mark. How yeah, are you? I'm Mark. I'm here. By the way. How's it going? You oh, good? Hi, Jack. Never mind. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by Forge Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men, wonderful scents like tropical teakwood, citrus IPA, or as I've grown to call it, citrus IPA, cypress pine, and more. Visit our website, forgesupply.com, to order online and use promo code ALTEREGO to get 10% off your order. 10%? I, you know, I went a different direction when the sponsors tried to send us the, uh, the info for the ad. I really wanted to go a different direction, but they told me to read that one, but I'm just going to give my, uh, my input on it as well. You know, Mm -hmm. I was going to kind of go out and speak to the people plainly. Like the common man. Does your grundle smell like sewage water? (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. Does your butthole smell like depression? <laughs> Do your armpits smell like what you imagine an Asian buffet throwout basket smells like? Do your undertits smell like dry soda? Try Forge Supply Soap. Get some citrus epa on those titties and start smelling amazing. What's a takeout basket? <laughs> I don't know. Like I imagine at the end of the day, the Chinese food restaurant has to put all that food into one basket and toss it. It's one woven basket. And I want to know what that that basket, that clearly woven basket smells like. (laughs) I bet it smells like your armpits, you stinky bastards. They're going to love this. Speaking of stinky, I've been working all day and I'm sitting here in a dirty undershirt and I could use some citrus IPA. So I'm going to order some with promo code alter ego at forgesupply.com and they're going to make me smell so good that when I get home, my wife's going to be like, whoa, what's going on here? Wow. Yeah. That's what I need. F-O-R-G-E-D supply.com. You got to tell them supply. You told them the rest of it. I said supply. S-U-P-P-L-Y. S-U-P-P-L-Y. Dot com. F-O-R-G. 
Jeez. Go there. Buy soap and smell good, okay? How hard is it? The simplest thing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled. Smell better than your current you. Right. Smell good. <laughs> smell better than we all think you do. Okay. Now, on to the news. Let's settle in. Let's hear this our is comic probably, book adjacent news. Yeah, this is probably old news at this point. And you know, it makes me worried for DC. Mm. It really does. This is DC been- and Diamond Distributor, which is the publisher that does almost everybody. It's kind of like a monopoly. Almost everybody yeah. uses. It was Marvel, DC, Image. Yeah. Pretty much. Does Dark Horse use I Diamond? believe Dark Horse I mean, as well. That's, that's a lot. That's that's pretty much everybody. That's yeah. probably 99% of all comic books. So what turned me on to this is my local comic book store, Emerald City Comics, which is amazing down Wonderful here in store. St. Pete. Love them. Wonderful people. They posted about this, and it really kind of brought my attention to it. It was like, you know, you may have heard by now that DC Comics recently announced that they're leaving Diamond, the main comic book distributor for all for other comic book distributors other than Diamond. We've heard a lot of people worried about how that will change their subscriptions and wondering what kind of delays to expect for DC books what does this mean for you well as a as a person who buys comics i think this is going to make it a little bit harder to get some of those books for you now mm-hmm. um it means well if you buy your comics at emerald city they're like oh you, it doesn't really matter they'll be ordering their dc comics from new distributors but that could mean they're not going to show up on the same time you yeah. know what i mean they, they may not be as regular because these aren't diamond who's the top dog so why why they leave diamond why do they not want to go with the top distributor anymore? This is why I think it's kind of problems for DC. And, you know, hey, feel free to add us in the comments and let us know if you know more about the situation than we do. I just did some basic digging on this. So, Have you looked um, up any of those reasons? Do you have anything on that? Yeah. So the reason was during the COVID-19 shutdown, Diamond said, we're shutting it all down. We're not sending any comics out. Weird. And for a while, like, they just recently started getting my bins filled back up over Yeah, just Emerald like a week City. or two ago, right? Yeah. So they had stopped for the longest time, and DC was like, we don't like this. You can't shut us down. Get our books out there. And yeah. Diamond was like, listen, this is kind of a health thing. Everybody's suffering from this. We're not opening our plants and distributing comics and doing all this thing. As, that was my understanding of it in the articles that, that I read. That makes sense, yeah. Is it, was a, it was a health thing for Diamond. Mm-hmm. But for DC, it was like, we need this comic money, man. Yeah. You can't shut down like this. We need it. And they they came out and said a couple different things. So it said this is a seismic shift for the comic book industry, DC cutting ties with uh, Diamond. The announcement was made via email to retailers on Friday morning. I don't know which Friday morning. I think it was a couple weeks ago. I believe it was two Fridays ago. Yeah. With the company telling customers that all orders for DC product will be fulfilled by Lunar Distribution and UCS comic distributors for periodical releases and Penguin Random House for the graphic novels and Collected edition, which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. But I think it's one of those they they were like, we can't survive without this. Uh, that's how I interpreted it. It was kind of a desperation. Yeah, move. it's weird because DC is owned by Warner Brothers, who I believe has yeah. vaults and vaults full of gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. So I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, and, and I don't know if DC. Well, I'm sorry, I misheard you. Did you say Marvel or DC is like that? DC. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, they're owned by Warner Brothers. They have all the money in the world. They're yeah. only second to Disney. So. It's really weird to me that they would you know, say But here's the email from a rep of DC talking about this whole change. So we recognize that to many of you, this seems like a monumentous decision. However, we can assure you that this change in DC's distribution plans has not been made 
lightly and follows a long period of thought and consideration. The change of direction in the line with DC's overall strategic vision intended to improve the health of and strengthen the direct market as well as grow the number of fans who read comics worldwide. So in it says in the near term, Diamond will only be fulfilling uh, orders placed through June first. Final order cut off and will not solicit a sale of new DC titles further. To ensure a smooth transition for retailers, DC will suspend final order cut off for June eighth. So they've already mm-hmm. yeah, making those books available to order on final order cut off on June fifteenth. Whatever. After 25 years, DC and Diamond Comic Distributors are ending their long-standing relationship. Moving forward, comic book retailers can obtain their DC bone. We already said that. Mm-hmm. DC continues to be committed to providing the, the direct market with best-in-class service and the fans with the best create with the world's greatest comic books. I it's, don't know. It's weird to me that this existed in the first place because why is every major comic book company using the same distribution company? Yeah. You don't see that really in anything else. Yeah, that's true. And I wonder if DC is invested in some of these companies. Probably. Are they doing their own distributing now? Yeah. They could. They're a company that size where they could pull that off. And if they are, why aren't they just saying that? Yeah. We, we're going to handle our own distributing now. Oh, well, you know, they, they didn't say they were, but just that's just interesting to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, it says here, which holds virtual monopoly on comic book distribution in the North American market. Yeah, they're talking about Diamond. Mm-hmm. Diamond has a monopoly on uh, on the North American distribution for comic books. Following Diamond's decision to close down as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic in mid-March, followed by Diamond announcing that it would withhold payment to publishers, citing cash flow problems. DC announced plans to find alternative distribution. Oh, there you go. Plot twist. (laughs) What do you think, Ryan? Ryan? Let's just throw it to Justin. 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 Everybody hates us. Wow. Everybody leaves us. They just leave us. We get to love them. We know them. And then all of a sudden, they just just leave. I didn't think it would happen to me twice. I didn't think so either. Just kidding. He'll be back next week. Relax. Cash flow problems. So I, I read this, and I guess I misread it because the cash flow sounds like it's on Diamond's problem. Yeah. And so they shut down ordering comics and buying comics from DC and Marvel to distribute. Mm-hmm. And we can't pay for this because we shut our own doors stores down. And then they said, okay, you don't have to buy from us. We'll go somewhere else. Yeah, the way I perceive it is maybe when, okay, so when Emerald City buys comics from Diamond, mm-hmm. Emerald City sends Diamond, we'll say $10,000. Right. And then uh, they pay DC their portion of that. Correct. So they took the $10,000 from the local comic book shop uh-huh. and just said, sorry, we don't have the money to pay you DC comics. Right. So We're going to hold on to this. They printed the comics, they sold them. And now they're not paying out for that. So DC's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, sorry. We're going to find somewhere else to get our comics. Plus, if they're the only distributor that does comic books, and they're like, we're having cash flow issues. How? That's a huge red flag. How? Yeah. I have no idea. Exactly. So something's wrong. So maybe they're onto something. Well, but at the same time, a lot of comic book stores shut down completely. Yeah. Especially the little ones. Well, they're all little ones anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless you're ordering them directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everything's digital now, so I, I don't know. Long live Emerald City. Long live Emerald City. I felt that way, boy. When they reopened, I was there day one, just was, saying hi like to third people. third day in, I was in there buying stuff. How's it going, guys? Let me look at my box. Nothing in here? Doesn't matter. I'll I, go on the shelves. <laughs> I bought a Lethal Protector. 
did you getting ready for did you what did you buy Lethal per- Venom. Lethal the whole protection. series? Yeah, or? the series. Okay, nice. Yeah. I Not in a ready. book, or you bought every single individual issue? Well, I bought the, the book. Nice. The compendium. Nice. Okay. I, I went and bought... So when I went there to Emerald City to get Lethal Protector, um, I got one, three, four, and five. <laughs> I was like, well, what am I going to do here? <laughs> and they were really nice and ordered it for me. Nice. So I had to wait a while, and I didn't read it. I would not even crack the spine on one until I got the whole series. Are you a single issue guy, or are you a? a I'm a book guy. guy. Me too. I like the hardcover. I like them on my shelf. Me too. My favorite book that I had, had being the optimal word, Uh was Old Man Logan. What happened to it? What happened to it? Mm -hmm. A four-legged English bulldog named Denny happened to it. Son of a beautiful. Lovely wife allowed the dog to roam free into the family room where all the comics are kept and most of the Funkos are kept. And Denny was like, I'm hungry. I'll eat this book. She ate the spine off of it. Oh, my God. She also ate a Deadpool comic that Emerald City went out of their way to pull for me (laughs) because it had a variant cover that had been discontinued and there was an active lawsuit against Marvel for this uh, cover. You know those variants taste better. It so was it so only unique sense. and so rare. And Megan's like, well, you can still read it. I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> the comic is dead now. I can ne- oh, never mind. Mm, I'm not going to get into it. I can it. taste the value. Yeah, but that's, well, that's interesting. And you are a big Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Do you have any regular subscriptions through DC? I don't, but it's something ever since we started this podcast again. I'm like, maybe I need to start. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. I currently am subscribed to... Yeah, right. I'm subscribed to Thor for my wife. Mm-hmm. She likes to keep up with Thor. Me personally, I am subscribed to Venom, mm-hmm. Punisher, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, mm. and I think I have Savage Avengers still coming to me. Wow. Yeah. That's a nice little pull list. I love Hawkeye. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about him. We'll do a character focus on yeah. him down the road, but Hawkeye's my guy. Well, we got a Hawkeye series coming our way on Disney Plus. So. I know. <laughs> I shared something about Hawkeye that on our future. Facebook the other day. I don't know if everybody went on and saw it and liked Why it. Why didn't you like it? I'm talking to you. Yeah. Listener. You hear me? I'm talking to you. Why didn't you like it and share it? Never mind, Megan. The simplest thing. Another one, this is this is not really uh, comics news, but it's pop culture news. Mm. A certain movie mm. was announced. Well, not, not really announced. I'm sure it's been in the works for a while, but they actually released a trailer for it. Ah. And I did not expect this Which one at all. Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> I was so excited to see this. I haven't seen Bill and Ted in a very long time. I really liked Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Bogus Journey. I wasn't too keen on that. Most people weren't. But it was okay. They were alone for the ride. You know what the first thing I thought of was when um, they they announced Face the Music? Mm. There's no George Carlin. Yeah. Ugh. I think he's the only main cast member not returning. It hit me right in the feels. Because mm-hmm. I believe George Carlin was in Bogus Journey, was he not? I do think he was in both. You know what we should do? Google it. We're on IMDb, George Carlin, girl. 
I, I don't like this song quite as much. It's okay. It's good for Googling. Okay. Don't wow, the first thing that pops up to him is Bill and Ted. Uh, and to answer your question, he is in the animated series of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures that I didn't know existed. Did Me you? Neither. No. Yeah, he's in 13 episodes of it. Mm. So and probably all of them. He's in uh, He's in Bogus Journey as well. He plays mm. Rufus in Bogus Journey. Hmm. So we'll talk about this. I'm going to read a couple of the... Uh, couple of the um, plots for the movie. 1989, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure movie and TV series. And in the uh, TV series, the gentleman who plays uh, Preston and the gentleman who plays Ted, who's Keanu, uh, they both voice their characters. Wow. But this is back in 1990, so it actually yeah, doesn't really surprise me. It happened back then. Yeah, back so then people weren't too cool to do animated features. Uh, Alex Winter, who plays Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> no, he's not a professional wrestler, because it no. certainly sounds like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't, you know, he doesn't have a lot of big acting credits other than Bill and Ted. He's a very entertaining guy, but he, he hasn't been a Walmart in a commercial. Lot. I saw really featuring Bill and Ted. <laughs> uh, oh well, that I'm not surprised. But yeah, he's only got a handful of acting credits. Uh, he's got a crap ton more than me. He's very talented. <laughs> Not knocking the man in any way. He's done pretty much nothing. Yeah, he's done okay. Uh, he's more of a director now, it looks like. Yeah, he started doing some other stuff outside of being in front of the camera after all this. So. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He did, what is this? Did I see Blue Mountain State? Blue Mountain State. Yeah, he did a couple episodes for them. Cool. Hmm. Okay, so the first one. Two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. Okay. Perfect. Good movie. Mm -hmm. They go get Genghis Khan. They go get Socrates, or as they call him, Socrates in the movie. <laughs> they get uh, Abe Lincoln. They get Joan of Arc. Who else do they get? I don't know. They get a lot mm. of people. Do they get Thomas Edison? I don't think I've seen this since it first came out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. They, they get a lot of people in that movie. Then we have uh, uh, the 1991 follow-up, Bogus Journey. A tyrant from the future creates evil android doubles of Bill and Ted and sends them back to eliminate the originals. So the premise of Bill and Ted, why they're so important in the movie, if you are not familiar with this franchise, is Bill and Ted form this band called Wild Stallions. And in the future... They create a song that's so powerful and it's so great that it brings on world peace and changes the world forever. So that's why people come back in time to get Bill and Ted to say, oh, in the first one, his dad's going to send him off to military school. And the other one, I forget what's going on with Preston, mm -hmm. but uh, they need to do great on the history report. Otherwise, their dad's going to send them off to you know where. And so they, they end up doing it. And the second one, you know, this evil tyrant sends these these uh, cyborgs to kill Bill and Ted. And, you know, hilarity ensues. I put up in major air quotation marks. <laughs> but they're decent movies. Mm -hmm. My, I wasn't a huge fan of these at any point. Like, I liked them. They just didn't, I don't know. They didn't jump out to me like I thought they would, especially at the time. Yeah. How about you? I thought they were funny. Yeah. They weren't they like were funny. cult classics, and I'm like, they need to make a three. Like I was a Wayne's World guy, so I love them both. Honestly, yeah. they're they're both good. 
They're both good. I like Wayne's World too. But this one looks really interesting. The third one. It does look I like interesting. The premise. Here's the thing: you've got Keanu still, the biggest superstar in the world right now. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know about that. <laughs> He's darn sure <laughs> on up the there. internet. <laughs> He's darn sure up there. People love them some Keanu. Mm-hmm. My thing is the last movie he was in, or movie series, John Wick. Then before that. He's in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I mean, Keanu has definitely shifted gears quite a bit. Don't to forget the Boathouse or whatever movie that Lake was. House. Lake House. There we go. With who? Sandy Bullock. Ooh. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra. If you're listening, I still write you letters. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> Bill and Ted. Any hoozy. Bill and Ted. So that's what I'm saying. I have, have not seen the trailer for this, but the last time I can remember Keanu Reeves... He was bargaining with a Russian to be able to kill his son because his son kicked his dog to death and then shot up half the world <laughs> in John Wick. And before mm. that, he was fighting oh, I thought that was real life. malicious robots mm. uh, that were trying to you know, kill alternate realities in Matrix, which he signed up for Matrix 4. I don't see Keanu. I've been surpr- surprised before, but I don't know if he'll be able to shift his... So have you watched? You haven't watched the trailer. No. He's clean shaven. Oh no. He's clean shaven. Oh the, no. It is a time warp. He is back. Uh, so well, we can probably get an image. Let's yeah. get an image. Type it. Oh in my word! There he is. His face looks fake. <laughs> he has his long hair like he does in John Wick. So that yeah. he didn't have to cut that. Mm-mm. I'll say this: Alex Winter does not look any different. No, he looks He's exactly the same. He's got some crow's feet, but he looks exactly the same, <laughs> which is awesome. So do you know the premise for the third movie? I have looked up the premise for the third movie, yes, and I have that here. Okay. Are you ready? ready. I got the synopsis. The official Bill and Ted Face the Music synopsis reads, The stakes are higher than ever for the time-traveling exploits of William Bill S. Preston Esquire and Theodore Ted Logan, yet to fulfill their rock and roll destiny. As in, they haven't made the song that's going to reunite the world yet. The two now middle-aged best friends set out on a new adventure when a visitor from the future warns them, which will not be Rufus, that hurts, (laughs) that only their song can save life as we know it. Along the way, we'll be helped out by their daughters, Mm -hmm. a new batch of historical figures, and a few music legends to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony to the universe. Ah, trailer's not bad. So basically... Is this going to be a cameo fest? It might be. Is this going to be a cameo Everybody's fest? Everybody's in it. I mean, let's take a look at the IMDB. Uh, let's look at the um, cast for Get it. Get off of Alex Winter's face. <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. Let's look up Keanu Reeves. Keanu will have it, right? Won't he? Oh, my gosh. Look at this. The casting calls. We've got John Wick, Neo, and Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> oh, my word. It just looks crazy. Bill and Ted face the music. Post-production. It's already filmed. They're ready to rock and roll. Popularity. This this. <laughs> oh, no. This trailer dropped just a few days ago, and it's already down 18 points on IMDb. Ooh. People just don't care about this movie because nobody was around watching 1991 is the last time this movie came out that's 29 years oh my god i mean that's a long time yeah people just don't know about bill and ted they're like yeah who cares i feel like this is one of those keanu things where he just wanted to do it 
I'm Keanu Reeves, and this is what I want to do. I need to go on and do a different style of movie. I think the fans really want to see Theodore S. Prest or Theodore Logan come back and figure out why he needs to save the world. Is that good? Is that a I, good Keanu? I thought you were reading that. That was amazing. <laughs> no. No, that's, that's, yeah, anyway. You improved it, and you did the voice perfectly. Kid, kid. <laughs> Wait, where is it? Oh, no, not that one. Hey, I'm so cool. I'm not allowed to touch the button, oh, so yeah, I had I'm to so do it for cool. real. You just you can reach across anytime you want. Um, you let's take a look. <laughs> Beck Bennett, Deacon Logan. I got to imagine he's going to be uh, somehow related to Keanu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thea Preston is being played by Samara Weaving. Don't know who that is. Mm. Bridget Lundy Payne is playing Billy Logan. These don't sound like real names. They don't, do they? I don't see another name. Kid, Kid Cootie. Kid okay. Cootie. Is that a rapper? Playing himself. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really jazzed about We this. are so hip and cool. We know all these things. <laughs> William Sadler's playing Death. Let's see who he Oh, I know who he is. You know who he is, too. William Sadler. Oh, and he was in... It's oh, the same Death. he's the guy. It's oh, the original one. I like it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, the franchise hasn't been in theater since 1991. I mean, it really is. That was when going Bogus do... Journey came out? Yeah, Bogus Ooh. Journey, 1991. Not even Excellent Adventure, Bogus Journey. Excellent. So, Excellent Adventure was like 89? Yeah. 88? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I, I can't five. say I'm uh, really jazzed about it. 1991? Yeah, me too. No, wait. I was five in 88. <laughs> oh, gotcha. There's the difference. Okay. <laughs> Sanjaya. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm excited for it. The trailer looked funny. Um, You've I seen it? Yeah, the premise looked good in the trailer. It looked a lot better, like the way it was laid out, rather than just in writing. So okay, we'll see. Can't wait. Yeah, Can't, I will see it. It's going to be the first movie in theaters, pretty much that and Tenet. So yeah, that's I'm those gonna are our I'm gonna I'm gonna let the kids. Maybe we'll do our homework and watch Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure, and then you know Bogus Journey, and maybe they'll be like, Dad, never let us watch this again. <laughs> or they'll be like, Let's go see the movie. <laughs> Can we watch Ghost Rider instead? Either way, I'll drag them to it. <laughs> now on to my favorite bit of news. Your favorite. Something I was really excited to see. Me? I kind of heard this no? was in okay. the, you know, for you, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it was kind of in the works, and I kind of have heard rumblings, and then I saw that it was on IMDb. And it was, if I'm not mistaken, having a release date. For November 2020. Wow, that's so soon. Yeah. And the name of that movie? Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Battle of the Titans, baby. Is so it, we've got two Godzilla really? movies. Okay. Yes. Two Godzilla movies where Godzilla has kind of been down and then just absolutely obliterated. Mm -hmm. Then we had... Kong Skull Island, mm -hmm. which I have not seen, Ooh. but I heard Kong dominates. I am doing my research on those two this weekend. I'm going to go pick up those feature films, and then I'm going to watch the crap out of I highly suggest Skull Island. Yeah? Yeah. You're the second person to tell me that in the last three hours. The, okay, so the God, how did you feel about the Godzilla ones? I thought... It was a slow burn, baby. Mm -hmm. Slow burn. Show me some Godzilla. I haven't seen the second one. And I heard the second one is all Godzilla. 
So, okay. So first Godzilla movie, I saw it in theaters with a group of friends. Yeah. And uh, I was super excited because I just got off Breaking Bad. Godzilla. Yeah. So and Brian Cranston Brian is the, Cranston the, the, the was, lead was the lead quotation so marks. Literally, lead. we got to the movie theater late. We hopped in our seats. I went. I'm sitting there. I'm kind of bouncing up and down in my chair. I'm like, I really got to pee. Yeah. I'm like, let me run and pee before any monster stuff happens. <laughs> I come. I I leave. Spoilers for Godzilla. I leave. I come back in. I come back in as they're zipping up Brian Cranston's body bag. I'm no like, way. what? It's uh, not that early. Fourteen minutes. Yeah. I'm like, you pissed for 14 minutes? Well, no, I sat there for nine and then went, I got to go now and ran out and came back in and Brian Cranston was dead. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then Aaron Taylor Johnson takes the reins on it. If I'm not sure didn't. Didn't? Yeah, he's all right. (laughs) He's okay. I like him. I think he's a talented kid. I certainly liked the second Godzilla movie much more than the first because they kind of leaned into the large kaiju battles. Hold the phone. There's a trailer? There's no way. Godzilla versus Kong? Minute? Th- three minutes, 22 seconds? What? I'll start watching this as soon as we end this podcast. Say I won't and be wrong. <laughs> um, okay, so that's very exciting. Yes. And Can't Kong, wait and to Kong see Kong Skull that. Island was very good. I think they did King Kong really well. And uh, the monsters in that movie were just freaky. out of this world. Were they freaky. Sc- were they scary? Yes. Good. Scary. I like weird. that. Scary. Um, so mm-hmm. this is actually a remake. There's mm-hmm. been Kong versus Godzilla before. A tale as old as time. When you ask, mm. 1962. Oh, I was going to say 64. I was off. You were off by two years, mm-hmm. you idiot. I know. I used to watch those on VHS. <laughs> I know I'm an idiot. But uh, my favorite pastime as a kid was getting Godzilla VHSs from the flea market. That was my thing I did when I was a kid. I loved them yeah. so much. So I was so excited when these were coming back. And now graphics are just so much better. Oh, yeah. And they look so, so good. Godzilla looks incredible. I feel and like from some of the clips I've seen on YouTube, Kong looks pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. too. And they have they do a really good job of hiding bad CGI when they do have that. If they don't have the budget to do something really well, use smoke, use clouds, use lighting, do whatever you have to do to kind of cover that up so mm-hmm. it doesn't take you out of it. So mm-hmm. very exciting. So the last one. Was uh, in 1962, as I said, mm-hmm. and it was a Japanese feature. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read the synopsis now with a Japanese accent as best I can. Please. What? Please do. News the paper of 1962. <laughs> he immediately pushed the camera. Get, up, get back on the road. <laughs> I don't want to laugh over The news the paper is saw in television station funded by pharmaceutical company want to sensation, which happened to be the discovery of a King Kong <laughs> on <laughs> Ireland. He has captured the brother Japan, where he escaped captivity and battles of Gozira. <laughs> a newspaper and television statement station funded by a pharmaceutical company won a sensation which happens to be the discovery of king kong on an island he's captured and brought to japan where he escapes captivity and battles godzilla golly back in 1962 they were straight to the point right (laughs) you don't even need to watch the movie now (laughs) (laughs) all right fast forward to 2020 
this is this is what I, why I said that. The epic next chapter in the cinematic monster verse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another. The fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. First and foremost, Mark, I'm putting you on the spot. Mm. Who wins out of Kong and Godzilla? Godzilla all day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Atomic breath. Psh, you're done. Wow. Blow your head off. Zers. That was decisive. Mm-hmm. Do you know who won in the 1962 film? I believe Godzilla did. You are incorrect. What? The Mighty Kong did. was successful in the 1962 feature. My memory has There was a big, uh, a big fight at the end. They both mm-hmm. fell in the ocean. Only one comes out. Wow. Okay. It was so traumatic when I was a kid. I've kind of blocked it out of my memory, and I changed it. I rewrote history in my head. I can see why you would say that, though, because the nuclear breath and all that stuff, man, it's just it's hardcore. Out of this world. Godzilla, and I was having this conversation with a coworker today. I am on Team Kong in this one. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to hear that he won. If I'm thinking logically, okay, I'm pretty sure Godzilla's going to win this. But if I'm thinking with my heart and who I want to win, I want Kong to just <laughs> wax that ass, baby. Let's go, King Kong. And it's probably going to happen this time, too. I don't. Th- that's what I was going to say. I wanted to see who you thought would win. Mm-hmm. But I think the way movies have gone anymore is there's going to be another factor. That are in Batman v Superman it? Because in both movies for King or for Godzilla, he is protecting something mm-hmm. one way or another. Sure, he's dominating other monsters. Sure, he has some wreckage in his wake. But the way the story is spun, he's a protector. Mm -hmm. He's protecting people even though he's really not. Yeah. And King Kong has that nature to him as well, right? Mm -hmm. I think he's seen as a protector sometimes, although my interpretation is if he sees something that's not worth his time, he's not going to care. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like Godzilla in the old the Peter Jackson film with Adrian Brody and Jack Black and all those, he only really cared about the girl. Yeah. Other than that, he wasn't taking time to fight T-Rexes for fun. So that movie and the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick, I have not seen. Hmm. I have chosen. As soon as I saw he looks like a T-Rex, I'm like, I'm out. That's who, it. Who looks like a T-Rex? Godzilla. Oh, in the Matthew Broderick film? Yeah. I'm it's like, actually, I'm it's a good one. Is it? Yeah, mm. ish. Oh. Spoiler alert: They die in both of them. Oh, Kong great. and Godzilla both great die. Great way to kill movies. your franchise. <laughs> yeah, they both die. Perfect. But then in the end of Godzilla, it's like, oh, there's eggs. Oh, more Godzilla. Well, the main thing they've done this time around for Godzilla and King Kong is Godzilla has been sized up extremely in this version of him. Right. And in King Kong, he was a very large King Kong, and there's a little line at the end, not to ruin it. It doesn't ruin anything, but they just go, "You think he's big?" <sighs> He's still a baby. And then they fly away. Yeah. Damn. I'm like, uh-oh. Rut-row. Rut-row. Rut-row, Raggy. And there's a after credit scene that you have to stay for. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, I read an article by Daniel Alvarez, who I think is uh, from the Inquirer or Hollywood, something online. Uh, but Daniel Alvarez was very wordy, and I just got some snippets of his article, which I thought was well-written. Um. The director, Adam Wingard, recently commented on the film's official rating, hyping plenty of monster destruction. 
Oh, yeah. There are many monsters in pop culture with King in the name. Red King, King Caesar, King Ghidorah, and more. Godzilla is uniquely the only character to be dubbed King of Monsters, which he has been. Mm -hmm. A title first introduced in 1956. Quick math, seven years before... uh, No, not seven. How many years? Six years before uh, Kong and Mm -hmm. him... Wait, 54, got after or you said 56. 56 and 62 56, is when they 62, fought, so yeah. six years. Uh, in the original King Kong versus Godzilla, the beast battled it out in Japan. In the end, it was Kong who rose out of the water in triumph against the antagonistic Godzilla. Wow. So that's another question that I have. How does Kosira and King Kong, how do they meet? I think Kong is going to be brought over to the States. You think it's going to be exactly it's, like I Godzilla? think it's going to be the same. They catch him. They they bring him over. They're going to turn him into this giant science experiment or whatever their nefarious reason is. Mm. And he's going to get out. And Godzilla's going to perceive him as a threat. Khan's going to perceive the other one as a threat. They battle. Oh, wait, who's that? Who knows? There's somebody else in the distance. Mm. And that's who they fight. I think that we're going to have your scientists, your humans, your whatever, tracking Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And they either track him to Skull Island or... They crash on Skull Island somehow, and then that's why we have a King Kong. And I so think, think Godzilla's going to perceive King Kong as you're just another monster. I'll kill you. And King Kong is like, you're in my world now, Grandma. <laughs> you just pulled landscaping duty here on <laughs> Skull Island, baby. I, uh, I, I would like to see a Skull Island fight because yeah. that island is really cool looking, and it has like, the, the terror, like I just like the way they did it in Kong, but they're gonna want to smash buildings. I feel like that's what's. Gonna I think maybe maybe they meet there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they meet there, and then somebody escapes. Yeah, somebody retreats. Somebody gets out. Somebody retreats. Get Somebody's caught. Something happens, mm-hmm. and then they find another threat, and they both have that protector mentality, and they just kind of look at each other like, okay. And then they high five. Do I think we? I was just about to say. Do I think we see a King Kong Godzilla fist bump? No, nope. no, I really don't. <laughs> but reptile hand. Yeah. Boop. Boop. Fist bump. <laughs> With his little T Rex arms. Bulbasaur, go. <laughs> Either way, I'm excited. Sorry. Is this still coming out in November? Is that still? That's the what it says. November 2020. That is a beautiful thing. I'm so excited. It gives me something to look forward to. Yeah, and we're gonna check this trailer as soon as this is over with. But. Uh, cast in this one to keep the story consistent, mm-hmm. Kyle Chandler, who was in the last uh, uh, Godzilla movie, so was Lance Reddick. Um, Alexander Skarsgård, I don't know if he's been in any of the movies. Mm, you? I don't think so. But the big one, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, she back. She back. She back. Every time they get one of these actors with a certain level of fame, like they did with Millie yeah. Bobby Brown and Brian Cranston, I always feel like they're kind of squandered i don't know yeah uh you know the humans to do a good movie like this the humans need to be an afterthought yeah the focus needs to be on godzilla that's true and and they did kind of swing that focus in the second godzilla movie good so but Hmm. they they think that it's going to be uh a definitely a big showdown between Godzilla and King Kong, and the the consensus is that there will be a crown, uh, a king crowned at the end of the movie. Mm. So there will be a definitive winner. 
Who that is, I don't know. Does he beat Godzilla and make way for a Mecha Godzilla? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Get out of I am waiting for them to do that. There's been rumors for a long time that they're going to try and tie in the Pacific Rim universe because they're both owned by the same company. Oh, my word. <laughs> if they do that, that would be, I don't know where. I would only thinking. be happy if Kong and Godzilla win handily. <laughs> they just start ripping the arms the off all those things. stupid Pacific Rim. I don't know. I don't want to say stupid. I just, I don't care for it. I see Pacific I saw the first Rim one. I thought it was fine. And then the second one I just never saw. Uh, John Boyaga is in the second one. Boyega, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Boyaga. is he um, Idris Elba's son? son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does Idris Elba die in the other one? Spoiler alert. Uh, I don't think he does. I think they just couldn't get him for the second couldn't one. Couldn't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't swing it. They did the uh, Independence Day 2, which I would never watch because oh, I thought it either. would ruin Independence Day. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited for this. Mm-hmm. I think we should definitely go see it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, and I'm going to take a lot of this trailer. If the trailer is legit, folks, we will probably do a reaction for it and post it on our YouTube. <gasps> yeah. That's my reaction. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube... I want to shout out where you can find us, alterigopodcast2 at gmail.com. If you have any comments, anything mm-hmm. you want to say, mm-hmm. alterigopodcast uh, on Twitter, at, un, at podcast underscore ego, podcast underscore ego, Facebook at alterigopodcast, Instagram at alterigopod, youtube.com forward slash alterigopodcast. Another big thank you to Forge Supply Soap. For sponsoring today's episode, you're wonderful so fresh people. And so clean. They all smell so great when they come around. I just can't stop smelling them, and then they kick me out of their building. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't care. All right, that I think is going to do it for uh, for I, today's I episode the of the Alter. No, 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 we're not doing it. We're not oh, doing the music. Oh, oh, not yet. Oh. Could we oh. sneak it in there? There it is. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Yeah, guys.